Then he's saying that there's nothing new under the sun. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) I'm not sure I totally agree with that saying. I feel like there's no new ingredients under the sun. But you can always come up with a new dish. You can always cook something new. Welcome back everyone to the Big Top Podcast where we talk about the story of Africans, youths and everything that happens everywhere in the world. Today we have an amazing special guest and he goes by Yin the Hermit. Yeah, another day in the stew. We got Yin. This is you are our second episode, if I remember correctly. Second, the second episode. And guess I what? I thought episode? I was a few in, but I didn't know I was the no, second. No, I think this was the, you were our second. Like wow, after we had Lasky, and then we had you. Thankfully, because you know wow, we, that wow. was around the time we first privilege, met. privilege. Bless up, man. Bless up. Um, you know what two signifies? Two. Yeah. Ah, uh, well, I see two, two, two a lot, but mm-hmm. I don't exactly know. I know about threes. Yeah. I know about 47. I know about eight, nine. Yeah. But ed- educate me. Well, I, I don't remember where I saw this from, but two signifies togetherness. Togetherness. Yeah. yeah. The first step towards togetherness. That actually yeah. makes sense. It does make sense. So, um, yeah, that was around the time we just, we met. You know, yeah. that was in, we met in Lagos. We met in through Lagos. Klinsman, who is yeah, not here yeah. today. Yeah. Because he's... Um, At the Good Beach. Slime. Cleans man, cleans man, cleans man. Introduced yellow card, yellow card, yellow card. Introduced, introduced us to Yin, basically, and you know, you know, you're not here chilling with us, but it's it's cool. We miss you. Come back. We miss you. Come true. Come true. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. I went to the good beach that day. It was a very. uh, You know what? When I when I um reminisce or reflect on like you know meeting you as a person, I have this feeling that you just like you kind of meet your person. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I feel like everyone in this world you meet, like there are some people you connect with on the level, there are some people you connect with on the level. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I connect with this guy on the level. And if, I mean, like following that. Yeah. For the, me, that yeah. respect is reciprocal, I'll say, because yeah. we're both creatives. Yeah. And we both think differently. We're open minded. So when I met you, I was very happy. I was like, yeah, I don't believe in coincidence. When I meet people, I believe I meet people for a reason, for a purpose. Yeah. So. You know, look at all this beautiful art in the studio. Like, it's just a vibe, Thank bro. You. It's just yeah, a vibe, man. man. It's just a if vibe. If you don't know, I make art and uh, they are for sale. So, as soon as that website comes up, you know, we'll, um, we'll sell them. <laughs> um, yeah, Nigerian and challenges and everything. But that's not about, that's not what we're about now. We want yeah. to, um, you know, continue on where we... Where, where, we, we, where we stopped. For our Yin the Hermit. Uh, you have a tape coming out soon. An album. An album. Yeah. Thanks for the correction. Full length, actually. Full My length first full length album. Your first full length album. How many songs are on that? It's 24. 24. Yeah. Music album. You make music. You're, yeah. You're an artist. Yeah. You're a recording artist. 100%. Um, the title of the album, I've been. Please let us it's know. It's DMT versus YTH. So. That's dimethyltryptamine yeah. versus yin the hermit. Okay. Because we all have dimethyltryptamine in our lives in some way. Yeah. It can be found in plants, in animals. Yeah. Some people say it's what makes us dream. So it's a huge part of our world. It's a huge part of the mental process, creative process for me. And yeah, so I was just like, and it's also my nickname. Yeah, DMT because ego. My, yeah, my guys call me DMT Ego, Dimitri Ego. It's like an alter ego, mm. and he's actually involved in the album too. Mm-hmm. Because like you hear me say, um, DMT Ego on some you tracks. Talk about your DMT experiences, do you? A little bit, yeah. Pardon me, like um, you you have you, you've experienced DMT before, have you? A few times. A few times. Um, can you tell us about like a DMT trip that you've had? Like hmm. the, the most politically correct DMT experience. Um, I believe they all they all have a role to play. It's like um, how do I put it? You know when you watch an anime, yeah. You watch anime. You watch episode one, two, three. You have some episodes that are more intense than others. Mm-hmm. Some have like a fight scene or a very beautiful scene, and yeah. that's how like a DMT journey kind of is. Like there have been some very beautiful trips, some very dark ones. Some mm. people say they call them bad trips, but I call it like um, a challenging experience. In life, you have bad days too. 
Some people have bad months, bad years. Mm. And a DMT trip is very short, 20, 30 minutes. So I feel it's something I've been able to handle over time, take care of myself, take care of my body, my mental health. But you asked what was what are some of the most awesome trips? Yeah, actually awesome trip. Um, so you know, and let me just elaborate yeah. on that question. Yeah. Awesome trip and you know, being a user. You, not a user. Well not a user, pardon me. Like being someone who has tried it, like yeah. how how has has it changed you as a person if it has? It's made me more open minded, more creative, it's made me question things more. You know, um, it's helped me to understand my mind better. Mm. Because remind you that on a normal day, my mind is a mind that sees things. It hallucinates. Yeah. It, it hears voices. It yeah. processes thoughts in a different manner from, let's say, maybe the average mind. Yeah. So I feel like when I go there, I feel like more at home. Mm. Because things become more vivid in your mm-hmm. vision. I think what a bad trip for some people actually is, is like information overload, sensory overload, and them not yeah. knowing how to process yeah. what they're receiving. It's like high voltage coming into a low voltage adapter sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to open your mind and be ready to experience the good, the bad, and the ugly. The best way I would describe a DMT trip is like a roller coaster. Mm. You know, um, you get on, you fasten your seatbelt. And you have fun and you scream and you feel the thrill and you shout and but you'd never get off the ride and it will always push you, you back. Scream. Yeah. Did Not physically scream, scream okay. but maybe mentally you're like, ooh, ah, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. It will bring you and drop you back where you're meant to be. Mm. But it takes time, it takes experience, it takes different things. And, you know, I've had some good experiences, some bad experiences. Yeah. When you say it takes time, it takes experience, means your first DMT trip would not be the one where you would understand what is going on in that realm. Yeah, you can, you can go there and have a profound experience. Mm-hmm. But I think it takes time to really, you know, over years and different experiences, thought processes, dreams too, because... yeah. A huge part of even what I'm talking about on my album is like dreams and visions and, you know, projections and all kinds of things. All these things tie in together. So it's not just trips or it's not just dreams. They all work together, visions. And it Mm. just happens that that's how God created my mind. Mm. That this guy, (laughs) I'm just going to make him see and understand things that maybe only he can understand. Mm. But I'm trying to portray it to the world mm. and help them understand that, look, man, there's actually not just a world around us. There's actually a whole world in your head within you mm. as well. As there's a universe that we're exploring outside. Yeah. We're going to space. We're going underwater. Mm-hmm. Trying our best to discover new things, new species. Going to visit Titanic. Going to visit Titanic. <laughs> Tragic. R.I.P. to them. Well, that's not funny. But, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a universe inside you and you can explore. You can explore it. You can explore it. I guess that's the explorative spirit that led them to their demise. But yeah. I actually kind of think like that. Explore, find out yeah. at any cost. Yeah, I always say this. Like, I feel like the micro world is as vast as the macro. Macro, yeah. yeah. If and not vaster. Which is, that, that's one of the most insane thoughts to me is that you can go inwards or mm-hmm. you can zoom in mm-hmm. and then you see micro beings that exist. They exist. Like you can we, talk to them. Our body is about the same height in ratio compared to the organisms that live on us. Yeah. You know, and they, are, they have villages. They have... Like, um, you see that Rick and Morty episode. <laughs> have Mo- you seen that? Those I, I don't know which one, exactly. <laughs> but I've seen a bunch of Rick and Morty Rick and Morty is so trippy, it's man. It's so trippy and it's so like... You we connect to it, it makes sense. It yeah, makes it actually does. Sense, but it actually so, does. It's so like, uh, it's, to me, that's the closest thing to a TMT trip. If, yeah, if Rick, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, I feel they're definitely inspired, for mm-hmm. lack of a better sentence. They're definitely yeah. inspired mm-hmm. by some trippy stuff. Some trippy stuff, 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah, well... You know, I heard DMT um, releases when we die, you know, in the brain. Yeah, That's the thing so say. I heard that too. They yeah. call it the spirit molecule for a reason. It's yeah. like, 
there's definitely some attachment between the spirit realm and that substance. Yeah, so the brain secretes secretes it at a higher rate yeah. than it does maybe when you're dreaming or exactly you know like i have vivid dreams i have dreams sometimes i dream like lucid dreams i have i've had lucid dreams one, once or twice once or twice where you yeah. feel like you can control it or maybe you're yeah. not aware you're dreaming or yeah, well, are you no, when, aware? when i'm in the dream and i'm like i'm actually dreaming and the dream is not off it's still going it on. still goes yeah, yeah. so like, like a video game it's almost like a video game just like um Sometimes it's nasty, like it's dirty, like because I have, because I'm kind you. of a perv. But I'm, no, I'm, I, I can relate. <laughs> so, I can definitely relate. Time I was in a train. Yeah, I was in a train, right? Mm-hmm. And there was a hot lady in front of the train, and I was like, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm in this world now. This lady is hot. Yeah, I can just go and have a wet dream. But I knew that that would be a wet dream if I go ahead and yeah. do that. So I I stopped myself from it because I knew that I would you wet would myself yourself, in real life. Yeah. So, but sometimes what happens in the dream in the, sorry excuse me <coughs> yeah in the dream doesn't always happen like sometimes how do i put it like it could seem as if it, it could seem as if it will happen but maybe yeah. you might not you know i it, think when you wet yourself is ma- majorly when you're younger yeah you know as you develop yourself as a dreamer and everything you can kind of control and separate mm-hmm. The only oh. thing that stops me when I'm lucid dreaming is maybe I need to actually use the bathroom. I can feel it physically and that yeah. stops. But aside from that, my phone ringing, people knocking on the door. It's like I'm so aware of what's going on that I can decide to, okay, keep going yeah. or stop. Yeah. Like a voice will actually tell me like, ignore that call or, oh, mm-hmm. it's important. Mm. And that's just intuition. I don't know if it makes sense, but yeah. Yeah, if it does. Um, yeah, I feel like... Um this dreaming is a very interesting thing. Like dreaming in general, there was this thing Joey Badass was saying about how the government keeps away information from how like um, we can tap into our mm-hmm. dreams because people have this whole like. You, you want me to bust your brain? Go, let's go. That's actually on the first track of my album. Joey oh, Badass sample, talking about yeah. that. Yeah, okay. I sampled that because I have a lot of respect for that guy and his intellect mm-hmm. and. Actually, R.I.P. to Capital Steez as well. He had like a big influence on my thinking, the number 47 balance and, you know, just being a tripper and understanding. Well, my understanding of the theory talks about balance, Mm. four and seven. I don't know how how he did it or how he discovered that, but every day, ask, uh, Irigo is right there. <laughs> and we see the number 47 or I see the number 47 and I'll show it to him like oh it's 747 mm-hmm. we woke up early this morning we're just chilling and I looked at my phone it was 647 yeah. so I don't know it's just the theory the principles that he kind of spoke about that just resonated with me and kind of translated a little bit into my intellect okay that was interesting. Something to study about. Or to yeah. About. Just you know Google capital T is 47 and you'll see a few things. In correlation 36, so I heard it's like, mm-hmm. it's like 360, it's like a full circle. Full 36. circle in a way. Yeah. I think so maybe that's why it's so associated how, with the end of time. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. 360. Yeah. yeah. So um, 47 is just one above three and one above, above six. six. That's actually deep. Yeah. And sometimes when I look at numbers, I... I like subtract, add, divide, and I see other angel numbers appear from within a number. It's it's actually really crazy. Yeah, there's this whole number world of yeah. people like who are really into numerology Binary. and astrology or all these things. Yeah, I'm there not is, really into astrology though. I, yeah. I don't know how I feel about astrology, but I think numerology is really cool. Hmm. Yeah. The binaries and all it's these more things. solid. Zero, zero, one, and if you zoom into anything, I think even like in computer everything is ones and nos at the end of the day i don't and i never really got that you know i never really got how everything is ones and o's okay so like your computer your code Zero. yeah your code is like one zero and then when the when the pattern changes from maybe one 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 or zero 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 that's a code mm. it recognizes that and it kind of translates it into other things that uh, like an image, come up yeah. an application it's like pixels. Yeah. You see like on a TV screen or something like that. 
millions, billions of tiny pixels paint a whole picture. Yeah. You're a painter, you should understand that. You can put a dot here, yeah. a dot here, a dot here, mm -hmm. and put them in different colors or in different numbers, and they'll form a pattern. Yeah. That's so it mosaic. comes, yeah, mosaic kind of like. Yeah, pointillism. So that's, that's, that's the beauty of how God has made everything, and, you know, figuring it out is just the most beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. for me like yeah trying to figure you say out figuring it out or understanding is it the same thing Oof. um understanding is a very delicate thing for me because i used to th think or i used to think i understood everything mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying like based from my former religious perspective Mm -hmm. I used to think, oh, yeah, I know how everything came about. Yeah. I know how everything is going to turn out. And I just need to take action a certain way. And this is how it's going to turn out. But God has a sense of humor, man. Mm -hmm. And he was like, bro, mm -hmm. <laughs> you need to chill. You mm -hmm. have a lot to learn. Yeah. So it's not like, I won't say we cannot understand. We can understand certain things. Mm -hmm. But even if you do understand something fully, it doesn't mean that it cannot change. Because mm -hmm. reality rotates. It's like a tesseract. You cannot predict what energy is going to come out or you're not going to be able to predict what voltage or what frequency is going to come out. So you have to be open enough to adapt your understanding to new information, mm -hmm. new scenarios, new happenings. Mm -hmm. As they say, man plans, or how do they say it? Something, yeah, man proposes. Ma yeah, man proposes, yeah. God disposes. Mm. And that's a philosophy I live by because God is predictable sometimes. Sometimes he's unpredictable. Mm -hmm. It's most likely that the sun is going to come up tomorrow. Mm. But who knows who we're going to lose amongst us tomorrow? Mm. We don't know. Mm. So you have to cherish every moment, cherish everybody every time. Mm -hmm. And that's where understanding comes in. Yeah. Oh. Being able really to adapt your coming. emotions. And your thought process. Sorry, you were saying something. No, sorry. I, that, that was me being rude, inter interrupting you. But, you know, nah, when you bro, said... you're not rude. You, it's just a vibe. It's just yeah, a conversation. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he's saying, who knows if the sun is going to come up? Or who knows if it's not going to come up? Yeah. What if the sun had exploded like eight years ago and it's just tomorrow that will be the day that... Because <laughs> I heard that it's eight years or eight hours if the sun explodes for wow. us to get... Uh, because the information. Of light. Yeah. yeah. That's, so, that's actually crazy, man. Yeah. That's actually crazy. Though life is unpredictable, very life unpredictable. Well, yeah. So I think understanding should be very adaptable. As much understanding as you have, you should be as adaptable as you are understanding. Mm. Okay, so let's go into your EP. So mm. what did I, I say? Tape now. I'm saying album, EP. album, the album. Yeah, my first the album. album. So yeah. it's how many tracks? Twenty-four. Twenty. Wow. Yeah. Your first album, twenty-four tracks. Yeah, I decided to. I started with nine. Yeah. Shout out to Blue Flame because I just had all my unreleased. I was looking at it and he was like, bro, you need to drop your album. And I was like, okay. And he was like, we're going to do nine tracks and everything. And we started mixing and mastering and it just evolved into a whole picture that I needed to portray. Yeah. And I felt like if I remove even one of those songs, my heart will not be at rest mm. because I need to paint the full picture. Mm. Imagine going to go and look at the Mona Lisa or some Michelangelo at the Louvre and there's just a part of it chopped off. It's going to feel incomplete. So Makes I sense. feel an artist shouldn't just look at the market or look at the industry and say, is this going to be easily digestible? No, paint your picture. Mm. God gave you a picture to paint. Paint your picture and give it to people and let them decide what part of it they want to look at, how they want to look at it, mm. how they want to move that Rubik's Cube around and feel your music and finally complete the puzzle in their head and have a picture. Interesting. Because my blue could be your green. Your mm. green could be my blue. We don't know what exactly. anyone is seeing. So just make your art and put it there and let everybody look at it from a different angle. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, so. that's, that's very enlightening uh, and interesting. And I, I, I would definitely listen to the album. Please do. Yeah. Um, everybody listen to the please album. Please listen to the album. It's, please. Yeah. I'm, it's sounding really, really exciting. Um, you know, the title, I'm going, let's go back to the title a bit. It's DMT versus. YTH, YTH. The Hermit. you know, I because I knew I know you as a, a nickname as uh, DMT Eagle, yeah, and uh, um, Dimitri in, 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 the yeah, Hermit. in the Hermit. I I was thinking it was a thing of like uh, a character pers clash, exactly. It is, it is, yeah. Okay. But once again, it's all about perspective and 
how you want to look at it because mm-hmm. it just happened to tie in that way. There is a character clash on it. There's certain parts where I feel like Yin the Hermit is rapping. Mm. I feel like there's certain parts where Dimitri Eagle is rapping. Mm. And I actually, honestly, was going to try and make it a character clash album or a clash of the egos. Mm. But it became so intertwined that yeah. I couldn't separate. You see, I couldn't separate the concept. So, so I, I'm actually putting it out there like people who know where Dimitri is coming from and why TH is coming from yeah. will eventually be able to tap into that and decipher the different parts, mm. the different things. And just a little clue. If you hear me say Dimitri before a song, it's most likely Dimitri rapping. That's, you, that's you know, that kind of so thing. Like, so this character clash, is there a unity in it? There's a huge unity. Actually, yeah. look at my tattoo. It's, yeah. It says YTH. I actually want to get the DMT here mm. because those are like my two most prominent alter egos. Sometimes I'm sitting here, mm-hmm. you know me, my, my real name is Aura. Yeah. So I'm just sitting here and Aura is just chilling. And I'll just hear Dimitri and Yin in my head mm. like, yo, what's up with this guy? What's mm. this guy doing? Mm. Look at him. Let's give him something to think about. Mm. Let's vibe with him. Let's, you see, so there are two different voices in my head that have their own different personality, mm-hmm. their own different traits. Mm. If you check back into my discography, I have a song called Hermit Medley. And mm. that's like pure in the Hermit rap, where he's just talking about his perspective. Yeah. And then I have a song called Schizophrenia Part 2, mm. where it happens that Dimitri Eagle was very angry mm-hmm. and he was just ranting. Mm. So Dimitri is more like a brute, you know, like action yeah more tripper yeah and in the hermit is just that cool Gee, you know yeah. astral vibe that likes to spend time alone spend mm. time in his head um yeah dimitri mm-hmm. where did that come from i think that's a russian name yeah so where how did that attachment come? i can't give you that info on i can't give talk. you that info big talk, you know, right? big talk. <laughs> that's why i used to try and get stuff out of people <laughs> <laughs> let, let me think okay. let me think let me yeah, think is there a pc way to like can you give us a hint um, where dimitri came from dimitri dimitri um let's just say the street name the street name right yeah those people who are on the street in certain ways i'm not saying i'm a street guy mm-hmm. I'm just a normal guy who happens to be on the street sometimes. Yeah. We all interact. We all, you get what I'm saying? The streets is all around us. So, yeah. But yeah. It has to do with streets. There's something street. Street about it. Yeah. 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 So interesting. Uh, Especially like European streets. Yeah. Not really the African side. Because yeah, like I, I used to live that. in Europe. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you are a designer. You're an artist in, in various fields. Yeah. Just earlier on, um, you know, the train of thought that led to this was yeah. you're talking about how you have two voices in your head and how mm-hmm. um, you're going to get the DMT tattoo. And I yeah, feel like the other side, yeah, the train of thought was that's the yang to yin being the yin, yeah. So um, everything balances out, you yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and there's that, left, there's right, north, south, it's just how yeah, it works 100%. And that, uh, one, one, two. Second episode. <laughs> that, reminded, <laughs> that reminded me of the shoe you're making. There's yeah. a yin and yang symbol on that. Yeah, there's a yin and yang. I felt um, that's balanced for my feet. Because mm. if you look at the um, the winter solstice, yeah. if you put two metal poles in the ground, I believe, or something, mm-hmm. the magnetic pole actually forms the yin and yang sign. Naturally. Like God put it there in the magnetic field. So the yin and yang sign isn't just a design from someone's mind. It's actually out there in nature, according to my humble knowledge. So it's significant. Mm. That's why I put it on the heel of the shoe, on the Coming sole of, the, of shoe. the shoe. that you're designing on the screen for people of to course, see? Of course. Of course. I'll send right. you the PDF. No, dope. So you're going to see it on the screen right now. It looks yeah. really amazing. Like yeah. you, have, you have some colors. You have the red one. You have black. You have one. Yeah, have like and the mixed one. one. Yeah. Very interesting design. How Thank did, you. How how did that come about? What made you think I want to design a shoe? Um, I was actually in fashion school, British Academy oh. of Fashion Design. Okay. In London. And mm. um, I was just like working on clothes a lot. Mm. Like 
jackets and clothes because they were more focused on fabric and stuff like that yeah. and i was like man i love sneakers like since high school i always had like the coolest sneakers you know and stuff like that so i was like man it's only right that i at least design something i have in my mind and um i was just thinking i kept thinking about levels if you look at the sole you see there's yeah, there's levels. There's, levels. there's, Ferrari, there's a Ferrari that looks like the a red Ferrari. Van. Yeah, the red yeah, Ferrari. Yeah, guy, the Tinku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot yeah. to know that Ferrari, but it's somewhere there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like the one Leonardo had in, what's the name of that movie? Where he came out of the Ferrari and he was like, was I don't know staggering. if it's my imagination, but anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking about levels and um, I was just like, how can I draw this in a way that... I want the shoe to have a platform and show nearly like a pyramid-like ascension to the foot mm. because it's, it's, just, it's just what came to mind at that point in time. I remember I was sitting down on the table, I drew it, I illustrated it, and it picked up from there. If you look at the tongue, it has the YTH logo. Yeah, the tongue is very interesting to me. It comes off in a way. Yeah. yeah. And at the back on the heel, there's some Japanese writing that says Shadow of the Hermit. Mm. You know, but I don't want to get into like Asian mysticism and explaining everything. But okay. by God's grace, when I release the shoes, it will come with a card mm. in Japanese and in English that explains the concept of the shoe yeah. and all the vibes and inspiration that went into creating that shoe. So interesting. We'll be looking forward to seeing the and shoe. And I have a message to somebody. I actually sent that shoe out to get made. Yeah, that's the camera. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that shoe out to get made and they ran off with the bar. So if wow. you're seeing this, come back with my bar, please. We need to make that shoe. Happen. So yes. Please do that. Yes. Humbly asking you to come back with the bar. Please. Let's get it done. Yeah, I, I want to say my feedback on your music, I really find you like a lyricist. Your your way with words, your you can you can feel the emotion in when you're speaking things you can visualize it you yeah. know you're like i um my life changed one day i saw gin you know yeah those things like it's like it's and i feel like you say things that are very for for me i think they are poetic they are real thank you you know and um it's amazing to me like people who rap i, I admire people who rap and I, I think you're really good at rapping thank you i want to ask what is the process how do you come up with what you come up with in the studio so um lyrics are the first point like mm. you said lyricism i grew up listening to people like the first rapper i was really into was like 50 cent because at that point he was huge he was massive mm. before that i'd only heard like what they play on like channel o or mtv and all that stuff but then after 50 cent i would take his cds put it in like uh the CD pack and tape it to my exercise book. And then mm. I would write his lyrics. And then I started like seeing patterns in what he's saying mm. that like, this guy's actually not just talking or making music that sounds good. He's actually saying something. Mm -hmm. So when I started writing down people's lyrics, 50 Cent, Tupac, you know, Lupe Fiasco, I started seeing patterns of things that helped me to understand the artist's minds better. Mm. and that's Lupe Fiasco um, Food and Liquor was actually the first original copy of an album I had my mom got that for me at Land of Plenty in Lagos and thank you mom and mm. I took it home and I listened to it so much that I just felt like I love music at that point I wasn't even thinking of being a lyricist or anything like mm. that but I became absorbed in music and the patterns and the pictures that it painted in my head mm -hmm. so when I started making music it came to me naturally to be a lyricist and to express my own patterns and take little elements from certain artists if you listen to my music if you're a real hip-hop head mm a hip-hop purist, you're going to hear some patterns. You're going to hear me paying homage to, like, the OGs or the young OGs that I listen to. And just, yeah, that's lyricism and pattern. And then you have to feel it. I was telling somebody I was in the studio with that. It's nearly like Dragon Ball Z. Mm. 
you start fighting as a child you're small you saw when goku was tiny then started having small muscles your flow will improve your cadence will improve i'm still not super saiyan i don't feel i'm on my super saiyan level Mm. but i've i've improved as a musician you see what i'm saying and that level keeps going up the more you work at it the more you work Work at it until the day my lungs give up or my lips stop or i can't rap i'm going to keep rapping Mm. i'm going to keep rhyming i'm going to keep writing lyrics because it's more than just a business for me or trying to make bar or you know just having fun it's spiritual to me it's like therapy Mm. you see what i'm saying yeah it's important it's very important have something you like and do it find something creative you like like you paint yeah always by the way always one of the most talented people you meet in your life gracias everything he does so much just yeah. check out his page and stuff. His website personal is, page. Website is coming soon. Oh, wait, website is coming yeah, soon. soon. Yeah, thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't let uh, your head swell yeah, too I'm much. Not, I thought, I'm not but you see, it. you see how you feel when you're painting, when I you're recording, relate. when I can you're skating. You're saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. It's important because it's so important. Without yeah. like uh, the way how I can relate to it is without doing that for a certain amount of time, you feel it. And mm-hmm. that's why it's um, complex a little bit being into various forms of art. Yeah, because yeah. you fall in love with them. You fall in love with painting. You fall yeah. in love with editing videos. You fall, I make music as well. Mm-hmm. I fall in love with making music and um, you know all these things. And when you don't see them for a while, you miss them. When you don't exercise, when you don't work the that muscle, much, you yeah. miss them. And then becoming, I mean, becoming an adult growing up, from Nigeria, mm-hmm. these are not the most paid attention to, like, the Sadly. side of things. I have a theory about that, actually. I'm going to land shortly. Okay, so no, you have to monetize these things. Definitely. And then you look at, I, I see examples, I see people who are making money in various fields that I am mm-hmm. well-grounded in. Yeah. And then that builds, you know, for lack of a better way to put it, frustration. And be yeah. like, damn, I should work more, I should do more art. I should do more music. To do more graphic design. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's my main motivation behind monetizing my art and everything is so that I can actually make better art. Mm-hmm. Because money enables you to put out your imagination. Yeah. I feel like if I had like the infrastructure of a Disney or mm-hmm. a Pixar or you know, Studio Ghibli or something like that behind me, I'd be able to express my imagination. I'd be able to call somebody at 3 a.m. Oh, I just had this hallucination or I just had this vision. Or, I saw this in a dream. Let's bring this to life. Mm-hmm. I feel that's what people like we're talking about earlier, like Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. Family Guy, Steve Jobs. Naruto, Steve Jobs. They have that infrastructure where they can quickly enable something and create it. And that's what money does. So that's my main motiva- motivation behind monetization of art and all this and all yeah. that. So it's very cool. It's very cool. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, to be honest, yeah, I agree with you. I feel if, if I was speak for myself, like what money I feel like would do for my art is, is definitely going to make, for example, I feel like if, the, if I had, you know, the, the cheese, I will make more art, get more art supply, make mm-hmm. more art. I mm-hmm. would definitely be more active there because I would yeah. be able to, effectively delegate some other work that i'm doing you know yeah, paying for get, it get, and all these get, other things i wouldn't even say help or support system yeah i say like working with other creatives is like a family it's like your people you mm-hmm. see what i'm saying and just seeing people come together and that's actually why i really love the abuja community yeah like it's it's so many creative people just trying to elevate each other most of the time. Mm-hmm. It's not always the case, but most of the time there's people that just want to create with you and vibe with you and yeah. see your thought process. And, you know, same thing in Lagos too, but with the traffic and everything, it's not as easy yeah, moving about as, and linking yeah. people. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. just the whole creative scene in Nigeria is really beautiful for me right now. And, and the theory I was going to give you about is that we're a younger country. America, Real how many life. years? 200, 300 years. Oh, yeah, England, like, even more. Yeah. Where else are the creatives really coming from? It's mostly from the Western world. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And they, they have more, they've had more time to sit down, to process, to yeah. think, and pass down ideas to people that people can really work on, step on, and develop, and say, okay, this is a creative platform for me to build this idea Mm -hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah but we're a young country and we're just building our identity so i feel like people like me and you are the people who are going to pass down the ideas 
that will be so brilliant and yeah. so vivid for the younger generations to come up and take on. I you see what I'm you. saying? I, I don't know how to you. fully display my theory, but... I agree with you. One, one, one of the reasons why I agree, like, you speaking about someone like me and you is, um, for example, like you said earlier about your mind and how fast it is and how you, you think differently from, you know, an everyday person is, I feel like an advantage there is that you bring the new. You mm-hmm. bring something fresh. Yeah. You know how the same because you're you're tapped in. If I for, for the best way I can put it, I appreciate and that, man. <laughs> cheers, man. It's very important. Cheers. Those two words, tapped in or tapping. Yeah. Yeah. You guys need to tap in, man. Yeah. So you you you're you know you're aware and everything. So when you, an idea fresh comes to you, you can feel that yes, this doesn't exist in the world. Mm-hmm. I'll bring it to the world. There is saying that there's nothing new under the sun, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I'm not sure I totally agree with that saying. I feel like there's no new ingredients under the sun, but you can always come up with a new dish. You can always cook something new. Like I just saw somebody putting plantain on pizza. I wouldn't eat that, but I'm like, that's a new dish. I saw jollof rice on pizza. Jollof rice on pizza. I don't know if I was tripping. It was on... TikTok, <laughs> or something like you. that. It but no, plantain, yeah. as in, that is just, yeah. that's that is next. Like, I went to Burger King in Lagos the other day and they were serving yam fries instead of potato fries with the burger. Anyway, mm. what I'm trying to say, Shah, <laughs> let's not get lost in food. We, we too, we too like food, bro. Yeah, like, you can always come up with something new. You can always mix new colors, new palettes. That's why when you go to school, they teach you the basic colors, mm-hmm. but there's no time for them to teach you about beige or turquoise or exactly. all those weird new colors. I'm trying to be bougie and think of yeah, a bougie color, but it's not lavender. coming. I don't even know if lavender is lavender, a color, but there's something yeah. Lavender lavender. is a color. Yeah, um, yeah, beige. I mix colors a lot, and I'm interested in color, and, and I just yeah. I just know the color I'm going for. Like Yeah, there's always like, something new to combine. Yeah. All these like pastel colors. I really like pastel, pastel. colors. Yeah. Pastel, pastel, pastel. Those are like, yeah. they, they always have this whole like almost faded, but still in, in tone. Yeah, and yeah. I actually used to paint a little bit too. Like I did every art class yeah. in high school. Maybe yeah. I've, apart from the advanced placement one, Mm-hmm. Because when you take advanced placement art, that means you're most likely going to study art in college. And I took a business route. Mm. But apart from that, I did painting, drawing, sculpting, printmaking, mm. all that stuff. And it's just, it's creativity, as you can tell. I'm just in love with creativity, yeah. man. Creativity is everything. I create because I was created. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. God made us in his image and likeness and he's a you creator understand. so we are creatives. He's beautiful. I like the idea that there's nothing new under the sun. I agree. What you say is like perfect. Um, I just, I always search, I'm always in search for that as well. I'm always in search for, you know, something new and fresh. Like yeah. sound wise. Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, for example, trap exists, music exists, trap yeah. sound exists. But yeah. this guy, Heat, when he dropped that, but a little bit no, like he, he, he came with like he came, he came with, with like a, a new sound. flow so there are some beats you like have here, to appreciate it like even if it's like it, it has existed but you haven't heard it like this like this, this in this, this form yeah exactly like another person that like I fuck with his sound and I think he does something fresh always as a Nigerian artist is uh, Odon see the engine Odon see like, his yeah I feel like most times when I hear his stuff it's not like everything I'm hearing I look at I that guy like nearly like Kakashi Kakashi. I look at him like Kakashi because he has so many styles. He can do anything. Mm. I think he could probably just make a trap beat. He can make exactly. drum and bass. He can make, and I think that's the beauty of creativity. Yeah. Just do anything. 100%. Shout out Doncy. He's a friend Shout of mine. Shout out Doncy, yeah. man. You guys used to be neighbors. I think he doesn't stay there anymore. In, in yeah, 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 yeah. I met, I met, I think, his little brother once or twice in the area, but I never got to meet him, though. Yeah, no, it's chill. It's chill. Um, chill. It would be amazing for, you know, yeah. synergies to, to, to work out. Yeah, these are your shoes. I want to bring them up. These shoes are actually, <laughs> they are fire. They, they keep catching my attention. This is the LV collab with Human Made and Fire. Yeah. And that's so wavy. Like, yeah. RIP yeah, Virgil. Yeah, RIP Virgil. Um, you collect a lot of art and, mm-hmm. you know, and crafts. Just collectible stuff. Yeah. 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 Where, like, where did that interest of collecting? Collecting stuff from. started. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. Before you answer that, also, what is one of your most valuable things you've collected? The valuable things, probably these cakes. 
One of them? Yeah, one of them. Um, at a point, I had Thierry Henry's autograph. Wow. Yeah. Where did he go? <laughs> sorry. Sorry, parents. Okay. But my parents made me get rid of it. Oh, did you over... Yeah, I was I was over hyping my football collectibles at that point, yeah. so they kind of just shifted them out of the way. Yeah, but it taught me a lesson. It mm. made me know that, like, no matter how many collectibles you have or what you're collecting, mm. always know the real value is the mind mm. and what it means to you mentally, not the actual collectible itself. So, yeah, it started with like um, wrestling. I used to watch a lot of wrestling and I'll beg my mom, mom, please, please, can I get Stone Cold? Can I get Undertaker or yeah. Triple H? Action and figures. toys, action figures. Yeah. So it started with that. Then magazines, when I started reading football, playing football, I would like collect match, match magazine, you know, 442 magazine, yeah. even the Nigerian magazine, Super Strikers, Checks, stuff like that. So it's yeah. just something to keep you playful, keep you like a child. Yeah. You know, I think growing up in a way is a little bit of a deception. Like they mm -hmm. say adulthood and a scam. I don't yeah. believe it's fully a scam, but there are certain parts about it that can scam you yeah. out of your inner child. Mm. Keep use these collectibles these aesthetics these things around you to keep your youth alive your refresh you know refresh your mind mm -hmm. like i have a thanos when i look at thanos sometimes i feel like yeah i'll I snap my thanos. finger yeah yeah you see and stuff like that i have kakashi in my studio i have naruto in my studio and it just reminds me of the things that help me develop my mind and my understanding mm. anime is important to me you know i also have a poster of the yellow submarine i'm oh, sorry why is the anime Beatles. important to you or oh, anime is so important man elaborate on it quick briefly <laughs> <laughs> if <laughs> i start i won't stop but let okay. me just let me make it brief let me yeah. make it brief i feel like the creators and the minds behind anime are some of the most brilliant people in the world because they understand how to take spiritual principles life principles life lessons all kinds of emotions and perspectives and put it in an art form that anybody of any age can watch mm. a child can watch naruto mm -hmm. a 96 year old man can watch naruto and still enjoy it it's not age restricted yeah anime is so beautiful and there's so many different types of animes and a lot of spiritual principles i understand because i think in symbols mm. like the yin yang symbol all this stuff yeah my 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 understanding of eastern mysticism and religion also is deeply rooted in my love for anime mm. it's giving me a lot of knowledge so that's why i said anime is important that's fresh yeah um you were going on about something the anime stuff that just that uh, oh, i was saying yeah, yeah i have naruto and kakashi in my studio and it okay, just yeah, reminds me yeah collectibles it just reminds me a little bit about the things that i enjoy i like and things that they've helped me develop my aesthetic mm. my you know now, i've been to your studio once or twice or three times and yeah. um fun fun times first fun time times. i played the ps5 if i recall was at your yeah at your studio and um you know you have you have a lot of these bubble heads. Are you bubble heads? Yeah, yeah. I have like Mike Tyson. Yeah. I have Keanu Reeves. I have Goku. I had Lil Wayne. I give that to Kowleg. Shout out to Kowleg. Shout out Kowleg. Um, Very interesting guy. Kowleg. Kowleg yeah, is Kowleg. We should have him on the podcast. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you bring Kowleg. I've been waiting, like that day is coming. The yeah, it will come. It will come. Yeah. And um, yeah, a few nice bubble heads yeah. like that. Just like, but the most special bubble head I have is Keanu, uh, Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Okay. from the matrix that's when i see that cause, yeah because as many movies as i've watched in my life i've watched a ton of movies nothing has impacted me like the matrix, matrix is very interesting what so like i heard somebody say it's not a movie it's a documentary mm. and i kind of feel that vibe too because man there are so many moments that are very like real from real. the time we watch them like there are so many red and blue pill moments that have come across yeah, in this life. Yeah. For example, what would you take, the red or the blue? Red pill all the way. Thank you, boss. Red pill all the way. Thank you. See, um, uh, I was going somewhere. Just give me two seconds. I'll be there. No, hola. Yeah. The the collectible collectibles or collective yeah. that you have. 
another thing I wanted to mention is they actually add value with time as well. Yeah. So for example, do. your Thanos that is in the container. Yeah, color. It's, it's actually yeah. What did they write on it? Um, I forgot. But it's like a collector's edition. Mm. So it's like a little investment. You put it down. If yeah. I keep that like 10, 20 years, same thing with some of my comics and stuff like that. Yeah. It will come back. It will come back. The but same with Pokemon cards sold for millions of dollars. For millions of dollars, man. Can you imagine? It's like it's crazy. It's like real estate. It's like yeah, a form of real estate. In a sense. Even though some of my precious ones, my nephews, I have these little nephews and yeah. they just come, they look at it like a toy. It's a toy. And I'm like, <laughs> at the end of the day, it is a toy. Yeah. Let them have it. Let, Let them play. He'll yeah. remember uncle. That's fresh. So, yeah. yeah. I started getting yeah. toys for my nephews as well. Yeah, yeah it's just, very important yes, exactly. for their own memories. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, I was going to mention, I, 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 I thought this point would be important to make. I mean, from earlier when you started speaking on how your mind is different from uh, yeah. everyone's mind is. For example, people who have not seen the first episode mm-hmm. to understand that you, you've been diagnosed with schizophrenia earlier on in your life. Low key, my diagnosis is actually schizoaffective. What so is that? Schizoaffective. It's schizoaffective disorder. I'm using this for educational purposes. Okay just purely educational purposes and to raise awareness for people with my condition. Okay. It's a spectrum where you have symptoms of schizophrenia, you mm. hallucinate, you hear voices, you have delusions and illusions yeah. of grandeur. And then uh, for me personally, it's just a slight bit of, little bit of bipolar okay. where your mood swings and everything. Yeah. But I pray a lot. Yeah. I meditate. I mm. talk to God. Mm-hmm. when I feel anxious or my mood is swinging maybe yeah. that's why I'm in the hermit I spend most of my time alone mm. so you know a lot of people who have met me will say if you didn't tell me you lived with this condition I wouldn't know same here so yeah it's just to raise that's awareness but yeah, yeah you were asking something no that was the I was I, I wanted to um, make that be known because you oh, know, okay to you, tie things together yeah just exactly because if you're listening to this episode and and you know you did not watch the first episode we so, had with yeah. you you might be like okay what why what makes your mind different from well, other people's yeah minds, you know? yeah so i just wanted that i think point it's like well, well maybe one two three percent of the world who live with this condition mentally mm. At least, like, you, at a high level. Yeah. You said yours is act, schizoactive, right? So it's not like a... a schizoaffective. Affective, right? Yeah. So it's not like, you know, a, a, I don't know, deep level of schizophrenia. It actually is. Okay. It is. I lean more towards the schizophrenia side than the bipolar side. Okay. For some people, they lean more bipolar than they hallucinate a little. Mm. But I hallucinate a lot. I see voices. I sometimes actually see voices. Hear see a co- voices. See voices. Not hear a color. You can hear waves. a color. I'm dead serious. In waves. How do you see voices? Like this that? is a realm of your mind that you cannot explain. Mm. You just experience things. Mm. Like you can feel something crawling on your skin. You cannot see it, or mm. something is talking to you, or somebody says, like now, for example hate and you hear hate in five different versions okay like dbs in not dbs or not like, decibels like, no okay. in meaning mm. like i don't know how to explain it like a word will stretch out okay and have like different meanings like somebody said it in one way but you're perceiving the meaning of what they said in a different way exactly. and then you have to kind of rein yourself in and say okay they meant this yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Well, but it's it's very tricky to explain the mind of a schizophrenic. Yeah, but I, that's, it's hard to verbalize. That's yeah, that's part of my campaign to raise awareness for people like that. Yeah. Because even in our country Nigeria there's a lot of people with undiagnosed mental health issues. Mm. Luckily for me I got the help yeah. I needed, but I know people I've lost people um, forgive me, but I've lost people to mental health. So it's just to raise awareness and know that with the right care, with the right approach, with the right treatment, and with the right understanding of people with mental health problems, yeah. you can actually be okay yeah. and be cool and achieve exactly. things in life. And yeah, yeah, I love yeah. to deal with that. And yeah, the awareness is very important, I believe, and vital. Um, yeah. So um, I believe that that. 
that is going to you know transform to a movement to something we'll yeah so that's the hope yeah. raise awareness and yeah. one of my goals one of my big big goals that i share with somebody in my life is to actually have like a place where people can come mm. get the right diagnosis chill relax have uh, what do they call it um holistic medicine yeah you know receive therapy talk to people because you know i don't know how i feel about therapy as a whole Mm. But I know that everyone needs therapy once in a while. Maybe not yeah. constant therapy. Some people need more intensive therapy than others. Yeah. But everybody needs therapy at some point. So yeah. I would love to have a place where um, people can come to and yeah. have a safe refuge for their mind, for their heart, and for their intellect. Amazing. Um, yeah. Yeah, on that note, we'll just wrap, we'll wrap it up. Um, we'll wrap it up, wrap man. Wrap it up, yeah. yeah. It's been a lovely conversation with you, It's been a you, lovely my conversation, my G. Bless up, man. Thank um, you so much. I thanks appreciate Thanks for coming on the podcast for the sequel. You know, Chabala yeah. and Klinsman are not here, but, yeah. you know, love to them. Love to you guys, man. Thanks for doing. having me last time. It's come full circle. It's come full circle. We're here again. We're here again. We still keep striving and succeeding we have to we have to you know, please really don't like forget to check out the album dmt versus yth july 27th follow me on instagram yin the hermit twitter yin the hermit and thanks for having me Oi. sorry for cutting you off on tiktok as well <laughs> and tiktok yeah yin the hermit too yin the hermit. you know i really liked your tweet where you said um God told you you're going to lend to nations. I really believe yeah, in that. And, yeah, that's, you know, that's my prayer. It was my dad that told so me that. It. Okay, it was your dad who told you Yeah, he that. was yeah. like, my son, one day you will lend to nations. And yeah. I believe that one day as a people, as a whole, as individuals, we can just be the best we can be. So, Amen. Amen. Uh, I mean, if you, I mean, if you're not subscribed to the podcast, please do that right now. Big talk. We've hit a thousand subscribers. I keep saying thanks for a thousand subscribers. Let's get, let's take it up all the way up. Five thousand loading. <laughs> Five thousand loading, all the way up. Everything about Yin the Hermit will be in the description. The link to the album and his social media. So please do that as well. It's Big Talk, the biggest podcast. Peace. We outside. Big talk. Big talk. Big talk. <laughs> yes, sir. Your mics. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yup. 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 You can see yeah. the waves. You can see the waves. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, never interrupted. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. And we sorted that out like Interesting this. situation we yeah. find ourselves in in this country. Yeah. Imagine they gave us light. We'll go back, but imagine they gave us light. We'll build this country. Just a side yeah. thought. But anyway. Yeah.